Hello and welcome to another edition of the Wildcat Scoop podcast. I'm Wildcat Authority Senior Editor Jason Shear, and I know it's been a while since we had a podcast and I figured with sports kind of up in the air, I guess we should say, um, that I would answer some of the readers' questions. Uh, that seemed to be pretty popular the last time I did it. Uh, we'll have more discussion and, and things like that um, about other topics, and, and we'll get this going a little bit more consistently. Uh, but I figured it is a good time now to kind of answer readers' questions and uh, and go into that type of stuff. So let's kind of just jump right into it. Um, first question from Nash Katz. Will Miller fight any or most sanctions that come from the NOA whenever it arrives? Uh, I would hope so. Um, you know, I, I don't know if that decision is necessarily up to him, but we haven't seen any school involved just lay down and say, yep, we agree with everything. Um, I, I think that we're in the type of situation where uh, every school is going to be fighting the sanctions and basically saying bring it to the NCAA. We're seeing the schools involved go to the independent review committee and, and go that route because they don't trust the NCAA. And um, we're going to see how that stuff kind of works out. But I can't see Arizona just saying, um, yeah, punishment sounds good. Let's just go with it because um, the reality is that the punishment isn't going to be made worse by appealing. Um, it's it's either going to be what it's going to be or or better. And so if you're Arizona or any school, it literally doesn't hurt you um, to appeal it. And so I just can't see a situation where Sean Miller says, yeah, sounds good. I mean, we, we look at what Kansas is doing um, and, and they're considering lawsuits if you're Bell South, et cetera. So every school involved is uh, is going to fight this stuff. Uh, next one from main event one, let's get updates on where you think we stand with Nolan Hickman, Jamal Mishak, Deron Holmes, and, uh, DeMarco Dunn. Um, Nolan Hickman, I, I think Arizona's in there, probably top two or three. Jason Terry's done a good job there. Uh, it's always difficult to get a kid out of the Northwest. Washington's obviously going to prioritize them. Kansas is in there. UCLA has offered um, it won't be an easy one. I don't think that he's close to making a decision. We just ran an article on him uh, in the past week, and he said he wants to visit. I think getting him on campus and letting him kind of see what Arizona can do um, will, will be a big deal in that recruitment. Um, in terms of Meshack, his brother, Kwesi, played football here. Um, the family's pretty open. Texas Tech is doing a good job there. I, I think he's the type of kid where if he was playing AU ball this summer, you would see his offer list really take off. Uh, Louisville's offered. Some other schools are involved. He's he's very early in the process, but um, I definitely think that Arizona is going to be right there. Uh, Deron Holmes is a guy where he's actually moving out of Arizona. Um, from what I understand, talking to people close to him in, in Arizona, um, it's not an issue. They feel that the recruitment will still be fine from Arizona's perspective. They'll be able to, to really still be in there. Sean Miller has taken an interest in Deron Holmes, would like to land him. Um, there's a couple other players involved. Uh, ben Gregg is at a similar position, so it could be the type of deal where can they take Duran Holmes and Ben Gregg? Um, do they take one or the other? Um, first to commit type of deal, etc. But uh, Duran Holmes is another guy early on in the process. By moving, he could see his recruitment take off a little bit, but um, I don't think any school's really in a better position um, than Arizona. Last one, DeMarco Dunn. Uh, as you know, used to play in Marana. Um, of course, he moves out of Marana to, to North Carolina, sees his recruitment blow up. 
I'm getting offers left and right. Uh, you know, look, when you're a Carolina kid, when you're playing in the state and North Carolina offers, um, that's that's really tough to beat. And so I, I would think that North Carolina is the leader there. Um, obviously, if he was in Moran, I, I would say that Arizona would have a really good shot. Arizona is going to be on him. It's an interesting recruitment because Arizona, despite the fact that he was in Marana a few years ago, has not seen DeMarco Dunn play. And it's really difficult to to take a kid when you haven't seen him play. Um, I don't know if Carolina's seen him play in person, but he's another kid where the AU season or lack thereof has hurt him. Because I would assume where um, if he's as good as, as people think he is judging off his high school film, his recruitment would have taken off this summer. But um, Arizona's in there. There's obviously interest. He knows the area, et cetera. Um, but I would think that it's going to be a difficult poll because once you go to North Carolina in that area, it, it's kind of difficult for you. Uh, next question comes from AZ grad. Uh, what is your best guess as to when Arizona will receive the NOA? Nobody knows. Uh, last I heard, there were some certain things that Arizona had to do uh, before the NOA could be filed. I, I can't get into details. Um, but I would expect it personally by the end of the month. Um, but again, that, that's kind of more of a, of a guess on my part. I don't even know if Arizona has an exact date. I think they have a general idea. But my guess is, you know, end of the month, early August type of deal. Um, I don't think it drags on past that. I, I'd be pretty surprised. Uh, next question, PDX Cat. How is the Miller-Hickey-Robbins relationship going these days? Um, I, I guess no news is good news. <laughs> it's again, I mean, the the way the basketball season has ended, um, the way that, you know, everything that's going on now, it is, it's difficult to kind of analyze that because, um, the relay, the reality is that, I mean, it, it's just not in the forefront right now. I mean, the, the, the focus on Robbins, as much as he's into athletics, he's trying to figure out a way to get the kids back on campus, athletes, students, etc. Um, you know, Dave Hickey's trying to figure out a way to get college football on the slate in order to avoid, you know, losing a ton of money. Sean Miller's focused on recruiting, getting his players back on campus and, and, and things like that. And so the relationship, I mean, it's it's not bad right now. Uh, I haven't heard that it's, you know, fantastic or anything like that. But um, I, I, I wouldn't say that it's a type of situation where it's on edge um, and, and, you know, something like that. Uh, next question, throw it down, uh, 4991. Who is your guest to be the first commit for 2021? You guys know I hate these questions because if I answer it and the kid doesn't commit, you guys will be mad at me. Um, I, I don't like these questions, but, um, I'll answer it. I'll, I'll give options. How about that? Options sounds good. Um, I think Peyton Watson is a guy that Arizona is doing well with. I think Arizona is probably one of, you know, one or two schools, I'm sorry, two or three schools that are in there. So so I'd probably put Peyton Watson up there. And then Ben Gregg is a guy um, that I would look at. It's it's definitely between Arizona and Oregon for Ben Gregg. Um, and, and even though he's in Oregon and playing in Oregon, uh, I think it's a situation where Arizona's right there. I don't think Oregon's a lock for him at all. Um, K.J. Simpson's another guy. I don't know if Arizona would take him without hearing from other point guard targets, but he's up there as well. But um, I, I'd probably say Peyton Watson or Ben Gregg. Um, again, I, I'm not saying anything's imminent. I, I think these guys are going to take their time, especially with everything that's going on um, in the world and all that. So I'm not saying anything's imminent, but I think Arizona is doing well for uh, for both guys and, and they're kind of guys to to keep an eye on. Uh, next question, H Fuchs four five one. Is there going to be basketball next season? 
I, I have no idea. <laughs> it's, it's pretty simple. I hope so for my job's sake, for Arizona's sake, for our mental health sake on wildcatauthority.com. Uh, I hope there's a basketball season. I'm just trying to figure out if there's a football season. Uh, my guess is that there will be a basketball season. It may be delayed a little bit, but it may just be delayed into the spring, ending in the summer type of deal. Um, but I would be surprised if, you know, there wasn't a basketball season because I think that, let's say you move basketball to the spring, you're giving yourself more times for therapeutics and, and all that stuff. And I have no idea where the virus is going to be. I'm, I'm not a doctor or anything like that, but... Um, I do watch a lot of TV about it, but uh, I'm not a doctor or anything like that. My guess is yes, but I, guess, I mean, I have no idea. I don't, I don't think anybody really knows. Uh, Old Cat 23 next question. Do you take over for Evan? No. No, I don't. <laughs> it's a, I, I will say that Shannon Terry, um, I, I know what he has in mind. Um, he's a guy that I, I trust a lot. Um, there's no better place. I've, I've been everywhere. I've been on Rivals. I've been with whatever Fox Sports was in Scout. Um, and Shannon Terry is by far the, the best boss um, that I've worked for. And so I have a lot of confidence in whatever choice he makes that, uh, that it's the right choice. I don't, I don't think people are going to have to wait long. I know they want to get it kind of moving pretty quickly, but he's a guy that definitely has a, a finger on the pulse of, of how this stuff works. And um, I'm confident in, uh, in whatever he does. Next question, Cats23. My wife will like this question. Uh, doesn't Whataburger have the best ketchup? She's shaking her head. Yes. The spicy, she just yelled at me. The spicy ketchup at Whataburger is indeed the best ketchup out there. If you, you mean the regular is all right, but if next time you go to Whataburger, uh, make sure you get the, uh, the spicy ketchup. Uh, my wife doesn't like spicy, but she digs the spicy ketchup at Whataburger. Um, maybe we'll just dedicate a whole podcast to fast food burgers. That's where we're at this summer. Whataburger or In-N-Out, the debate continues. Let me know what you think on the message board. <laughs> uh, next question, Singled 40 um, In your opinion, which 2021 recruit is Arizona's top priority? Uh, I don't love answering these questions because I don't think that there's one over the other. Like if I'm talking uh, Paulo Banchero or Peyton Watson, I don't think one is over the other on the board. I think they're both super high priorities. Um, to me, those are the two top guys. Uh, I think Peyton Watson and Banchero are the two top guys on the board. Arizona's in there for both. Um, you know, obviously, if you're taking a look at like Nolan Hickman, you're saying, okay, a guy like that might be the top priority at point guard, etc. That's kind of how more basketball works. But my answer would probably be Banchero or uh, or Peyton Watson. Um, I just noticed a comment saying that Mike Michael Luke, someone asked if he's going to take over Wildcat Authority. I wasn't kidding. Mike doesn't know how to Google. Um, I think I get a text or two from him uh, per day asking uh, for me to, to find him stuff. Uh, Bear Down AZ 2003, can we get a rundown on the team, height, weight, positions, year, where they're from? Uh, yeah, I will actually make an article on full background, scouting reports, etc. I will get to that, and I will run it just for you next week. Good idea. Baron on AZ 2003. I will, uh, I'll have a, a full article on that. Uh, next question, Arizona. Who are the best defenders on the team? Is anyone on the team well-suited for the defensive stopper role? My guess is that the two best defenders on the team are actually going to be uh, freshmen. I think Benedict Mathurin and Dalen Terry, because of their length and overall athleticism, have a super high ceiling defensively. The main issue is that Sean Miller's defense isn't easy to learn. 
there could be some growing pains. Ideally, those guys get to campus on time and start learning the system and all that. Um, but if I was taking a look at the overall roster and kind of thinking, okay, which of these guys has the highest, you know, defensive ability, has the highest um, defensive ceiling, it's them. I mean, you take a look at them, and that's what you want your wings to look like. Uh, I, I think that, you know, Benedict Mathurin might wind up being the surprise of the class nationally. Like, I think he's that good based on video of them and, and things I've heard. And so if those guys hit the ground running and, and really, um, you know, figure out Sean Miller's system and, and take the coaching and all that, I think it's going to be one of those guys as the best defenders uh, on the team. Um, how does Alex Chiku compare to Tabellis from Baycat93? They're different. Um, who starts? Uh, you know, uh, both of them? I don't know. I don't know. It, it's tough. Um, uh, Tubelis is probably a, a little less raw. Um, Choke is probably a, a better shooter. I, I haven't seen a lot of Alex. Right now it's it's between Arizona, Oregon, and Illinois. Um, Arizona's in there. I, I think Tubelis is a really good prospect, but uh, it's close. Um, it's the type of situation where uh, you want both of those guys on your team. You don't really want to have to choose um, you, uh, you figure it out and, uh, and you kind of go from there. Um, you know, it, it, it's whenever I, I look at guys that I haven't necessarily seen, um, I always go to the 24 seven scouting report. Uh, what it says here, you know, Josh Gershon wrote this good size for position, slender chiseled frame with long arms, outstanding athlete has elite defensive upside plays hard range to three on offense. Athleticism makes him best in transition can improve offensively within the perimeter, but high ceiling, interior score, shot selection needs work. The one thing I've noticed is I think Tubelis is better interior. Um, Chuku, he he likes he, he kind of falls in love with the three. If you watch some of his highlights and at his size, he's a guy that could be a little better um, inside and kind of stick there a little bit more. Uh, but the reality um, is that that's kind of the, the nature of the game <laughs> these days. Um, bigs want to be guards, guards, you know, want to be guards, and everybody wants to be guards. Next question, Crazy Curfan 25 what is Calipari's relationship to the Millers? Surprise, John or Archie haven't stood up for Sean. It's tough for those guys. I mean, I, I've heard that before, but you got to realize those guys have their jobs too, and it's tough for them to kind of step up in that situation. If you've noticed around the country, none of these guys are stepping up. Their athletic directors aren't going to let them. No one's gone to bat for Bill Self, Bruce Pearl, Tony Bland, you know, no one's no one's going to go to bat for these guys because their job, they're probably being told not to. I mean, no one no one wants to get drugged, you know, dragged into this situation, and um, it, it's tough for them. It's not like there's, you know, there's fighting or anything like that. Miller and Archie and Calipari, they all still talk, friends, close, family, all that. It's just the type of situation where, look, um, you know, the, the situation doesn't nearly necessarily call for those guys to comment. It, it's a difficult thing um, for them to do. Uh, next question, Yoshizi. <laughs> Sorry, I love that name. Uh, there has been a ton of offers that have gone out recently for 2021 and 22. Uh, apart from the obvious can't-miss recruits like Ventura or Watson, who's the one guy that I would want above the others? Um, the way I build my roster is, look, I mean, obviously you, you don't want me to say the, the main guys like you mentioned. Um, so in 2021... You know, if I'm looking, I, I love Hickman. I think Hickman is, is a really good player. Might be the best point guard in the West. Uh, probably a little underrated naturally. He's a guy that, that I like quite a bit. 
Um, Jemima Shack is probably a guy where if I was Arizona, I, I'd pick it up a little bit with because I think he's really good defensively. He would be that wing where you can kind of take a look at him and, and cross off defense and kind of know that you're going to have that wing. He's a, he's a four-year type of guy, three, four-year type of guy. Um, 2022, uh, you know, again, if, if you're looking for the non-obvious guys, you know, Dylan Anderson is, is an obvious guy, four-star player. Uh, Kajani Wright is awesome. We're going to have an article on him, five-star player. Camden Hyde is a guy from Minnesota, four-star player. Uh, if, if we're looking for a guy maybe a little underrated, uh, you know, I'd probably, I, I was going to say Dylan Andrews, but he's a five-star player. Uh, Joseph Hunter, who, who we just wrote an article on, um, we have him as 49th. He's four-star. I understand, you know, it's hard, but um, he's a guy super athletic, um, good size, and, and probably isn't getting the national attention now um, that he's eventually going to get. Um, I, I think he has good size for his position, like like I mentioned. Um, we have him as one of the top shooting guards in the West, definitely one of the top two or three guys. Um, good combo guard, good length, size, uh, great athleticism. He's probably more of a two than a one, uh, but really good passer and can really score the ball. Not a great three-point shooter, uh, but good slasher and really good finisher. Um, to me, he's a high upside. You always look for high upside. You look for guys that aren't at their ceiling, where you look at him and you say, how good is this kid going to be a year from now? What's he going to look like? And if your answer is he's the same type of player, generally you, you try to um, take away, or not, sorry, stay away uh, from guys like that. Uh, CT106 has the next question. Thoughts on a Pac-12 season only? Yeah, I mean, everything's in play. It's in play for basketball. It's in play for football. Every sport, I, I don't think anyone really knows by now. Uh, with football, I believe the deadline's in a few weeks. I think we'll have a better idea definitely by the end of the month. Basketball, we're, we're a long way out. Um, and so it's just in, it, it's, it's tough. I know everybody wants the answers, but um, it, it's a tough situation to kind of figure out. So um, that is... The podcast. I know it's a little short answering some of your questions, but kind of wanted to to get back in the flow of things. And we're gonna have a football one where you answer questions as well. But I promise, I promise, it's been crazy around here. But starting next week, this will be more consistent. Looking to do at least two of these a week. One of a mailbag edition, and the other whatever may come up. Um, even though there's no sports, um, there's still plenty to talk about. And biggest topic, obviously, is whether or not uh, there will be sports. <laughs> so um, that changes every day. If there's any breaking news, we'll have it. Leave us a review um, of the podcast on Apple or wherever your iTunes, wherever you're listening to it. I, I really appreciate you guys sticking with Wildcat Authority and, and listening to the podcast. And uh, once again, I'm, I'm Jason Shear, Senior Editor of Wildcat Authority. And uh, thank you guys for joining me.